0: Welcome in to the 731 Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Taylor. This is a podcast where we'll tell these stories about the people of the 731. Again, so excited to start this new podcast here in the Hub City, but we will be sharing it throughout West Tennessee and very excited about today's guest, Dustin Ring, a.k.a. Dustin Buys Houses. Uh, Dustin, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to join me today.
1: My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me.
0: So, Dustin, obviously you've got a, a, a big platform. Um, the brand is is really there. You can If you drive around Jackson, drive around West Tennessee, uh, you're going to see a billboard. You may hear a radio ad. You may see a TV ad. Um, tell us a little bit about you first, though, before we get into the business side. What's your background? Where'd you grow up? And really, how'd you get into what you're doing now?
1: Um, so... Again, appreciate you having me on. Yeah. Um, I'm originally from Memphis. Uh, I moved to Jackson in about 2012. I was married at the time. Um, but I never really saw myself getting into real estate. I mean, I don't think, you know, as a kid, you go, I want to sell houses. <laughs> yeah, or buy exactly. Houses. It's not really like, like, that seems boring, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, my son goes with me and he's like, ah, what a drag, <laughs> you know. He, he wants to be a, uh, a veterinarian or something. But anyways, um uh originally from memphis always uh, my dream was to be in some type of media whether because i went to acting school when i was younger i always originally wanted to be an actor i remember when i was younger i would just daydream all day that they were going to cast me for the new anakin skywalker as the kid <laughs> version like i was just like, i would daydream that i was like come on but i never really went anywhere with it um Uh, So then I ended up uh, getting into professional wrestling. That was like also my dream. I wanted to make it big there. Um, And so wrestled for a long time. Um, In around 2012, uh, right before I moved to Jackson, I ended up getting in, uh, making it, I would say, to a pretty big platform. I was going hot and heavy. Uh, my momentum was high, uh, but it just – it, it kind of came down to the point to where do I want to continue doing this or do I want to get married and start a family? Like it just – it was – I was such a – it such a teeter on like what I wanted to do. Um, and I decided to go the family route. Which is probably a good thing because I probably would have. Who knows how many more years I may have wasted? Right, um, chasing a dream. You know, I'm five foot nine. I'm not six foot four. Not to say yeah. you can't do what you want to do. There's plenty of short wrestlers out there, but um, realistically, you know, uh, I kind of just had to come to grips with. I need to work on my career. I need to start working on making money, um, and so ended up just kind of. I went back to school, got a degree in uh, computer networking, just a two-year degree. I hated school. I, I, I dropped out of high school March of my senior year. So my GPA was like a 0. 0.6. <laughs> I was like, well, there's no making this up. <laughs> let, me get, let me just quit now. Yeah, man. I was, might as well quit. <laughs> but um, yeah, school was never my big thing, but I knew I needed to go back to school. And anyways, I went and got my degree. And uh, got into IT, which is how I met Richard. Oh, that's not how I met Richard. I met Richard through wrestling, but you um, know, anyways, I ended up working with him through the school system here in Jackson. Um, and started working there Went through a divorce It was really crappy um, I mean, it wasn't like a bitter divorce But it was just Divorce sucks anyways Especially when you, you've you built a life with somebody We were together almost 10 years Had a son together mm-hmm. So it was a restart moment for me I was only making Man, I was making peanuts <laughs> um, with, with a two-year degree Just making nothing Like it was some struggle bus So uh, ended up um, going through that divorce And and just had it. End, finally, ended up moving back in with my dad at one point, and uh basically had one of those come to Jesus moments where I was like, "Dude, you got to change something. You got to do something because yeah. you yeah. your son's looking at you as a, you know, the copier repairman. Like, you know, you're supposed to be his hero. You're supposed to be this person he looks up to, and you're not that person right now. And so it took. Still took me a few years after that, but. I'd say, uh, in 2019 is, is when I jumped into real estate and I guess, you know, that's when it really, like my life really started to change and pick up. I mean, we wouldn't even be talking to each other right yeah. now. Um, if it wasn't for, you know, that change in 2019 that finally happened. But yeah, um, that's, that's basically, At least that was before COVID.
0: Cause yeah, <laughs> that, it was right before crazy. COVID,
1: <laughs> but literally the next year COVID hit, Yeah. But uh, what's crazy is, is everyone saw even though you know the pandemic uh, happened, um, the market, the real estate market just exploded. Yeah,
0: yeah it was. So it has down. been hasn't been the same since. It no,
1: seems like. but you never know. It might turn here in a minute. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, now I'm just a big real estate guy. <laughs>
0: so from Memphis, yeah. What brought you to Jackson though? Was it was it more the you know. Getting married, having a having a child and in, in the workforce, or was it just you were interested in Jackson? What brought you to Jackson? So I
1: never thought I'd move to Jackson. Actually, I'd never even really been to Jackson, but like once or twice driving through. Um, but at the time, me and my um, lady at the time, um, we were uh, living in Little Rock, and oh, it, okay. it, it was – So I'm from Memphis, but I'd lived in Little Rock for about three and a half years with her. Got engaged. We wanted... And so we were like, hey, what do we want to do? Do we want to stay here and build a family here? Or do we want to move back closer? Because she's from... She was from Parsons. Okay. And uh, I'm from Memphis. And I was like, I'm not moving back to Memphis. And she's... (laughs) And I said, I'm definitely not moving to Parsons where there's one red light. You know, (laughs) I got to have at least a Walmart or something. Um, So we decided on Jackson. And it's just because it was a good medium. And that was really it. You know, Uh, when I moved here, I was in into retail management for the GNCs. I managed both the GNCs here in Jackson because that's what I did in Little Rock. Um, That's what drove me to go get my degree because I was like, I can't do this anymore, you know, and then got my degree. But anyways, um, that's what brought me to Jackson.
0: Okay, so when you got here, you talked about um, 2019 is really when you started selling real estate, getting into it hot and heavy, and it was really Mm -hmm. the change for you. And I've, I've seen you talk about that in other places as well. So... The year you got here compared to that 2019 when you started, was it all pretty quickly? Were you here a couple of years before? Because um, I know you had, a, you had another job in Jackson before so you. So
1: I, I did move here in 2012. Okay, so you so were yeah. here. You I, w- were... I worked here at the schools. I worked with, uh, worked for GNCs for yeah. a few years. Then I got a job at the um, Geek Squad at Best Buy for <laughs> a few months. And then I got a job at the school system, uh, the Mat- or Jackson-Madison County school system. Worked there for about three years ended up leaving there and getting a job at a place called Conica Minolta. So in IT, if you're an IT guy, there's many types you can do networking, you can do audio, you can do, you know just basic hardware on computers, like literally opening up the case and changing out hardware. There's so many different things. There's printers. But printers are the, like, it's the worst. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to work on a printer. But my dumb self was only working 35 hours a week at the school system, and this place offered me to come work 40 hours a week for them, but I'll make 5K extra a year. I I don't, I mean, my (laughs) gosh. If you put the pen to the paper, how many extra hours I worked for that 5K. Uh, But I looked at it as like opportunity. Maybe there'll be room for growth in this company. Ah man, it drove me nuts. I, I didn't like it. Um, working on printers is like working on cars almost. Yeah, you know, you're not really doing any fun computer stuff. You're changing out parts, and you know, an old lady in Savannah on a Friday at 4:30 is saying she has lines in her prints, and you're just yeah. like, ah, I got to nah. come out there now. Yeah. So it drove. That's what drove me to get into real estate because I was like, I was miserable. Yeah, I wasn't making money at this time. I lived off of Hollywood, and I lived in a small duplex, and it was not good. Um, and With the the heard, sun, I heard you yes. talk about that, yeah, and it was right next to these terrible apartments, and they would just go out in the parking lot and start shooting guns in the air. And so Dalton's over on the weekend, going, "Daddy, they're shooting fireworks," and I'm, I'm, my heart's pounding. I'm oh, like, yeah. "Yeah, don't tell your mom." Yeah, person. and I mean, it's terrible that I was in that situation, but I will say that was like my wake up. Like, I have got to get out yeah. of here. I got to change something. Um, and this this printer job, yeah, definitely ain't gonna gonna make me. You know, it's not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Well, take me back to that day in in 2019 when you said, all right, you were kind of just talking about enough's enough that was it, hey, let me jump on Google and start researching real estate. Um, I've always, I've heard you tell this story to other people and I really like this story. So what, take me back to that moment for you.
1: So um, what's funny is when I moved into that apartment, the landlord of the place is great. Um, Old man named Bill uh, really took a liking to me, took me out to lunch all the time. Uh, and I'm looking at him like he's this huge landlord that's got millions of dollars in real estate. He's got one rental, you know. It's just something he bought on a whim. Um, but he's just a nice guy that loves helping people out. And he gave me a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad when I first moved in. And I'm not a reader. Like I said, I dropped out. I don't like to read. If I read something, I listen to it on Audible. Um, but I actually took this book. because I, I was at a situation where I was like, God, I can't. <laughs> I, I got to change something. I'll even read a book if I have to. And so that that book sat on my shelf for a good year. Or so. Um, before I looked at my bookshelf and I go, okay, let me read this thing. And it, it changed my mindset and everything. Like, hey, I don't want to be an employee. Hey, I want to work for myself. Hey, I want to build something. Um you know i want to be able to take control of my life that's kind of what the idea is the book places uh, into you cuz rich dad poor dad is about two different dads there's a rich dad who is a business owner and then there's a poor dad who has a 9 to 5 and is always talking to his son about getting his benefits and retirement while this guy is completely different anyways um, so i read the book and i was like okay you know i reached out to my landlord i, like, I, I finally read the book i'm motivated i want to change but i you know are you going to let me ride your coattail like what's going to yeah. happen here what do i do next cuz this book's also talking about investing and buying real estate and I'm, you know, I just paid my overdraft fees with my last paycheck because mm-hmm. I was just in this constant struggle of get paid, all of it goes to bills, you know, um, and by the end of the, the pay period, I might even be negative from, you know, mm-hmm. from bills coming mm-hmm. out. There's just nothing I could do. I didn't have the money. I wasn't eating out. I wasn't playing, you know, I wasn't buying things. I was struggling and uh, read that book and he just invited me to a real estate meeting. Uh, here in Jackson, he's like, Here, Dustin, just come to this meeting and see what happens. And so I went to that real estate meeting, um, which is not up anymore, um, but I went to that real estate meeting and met a bunch of people um i thought it was going to be a bunch of stuck up like investors like old white-haired men (laughs) that were like ah who is this you know person but it was just a bunch of people like me um a lot of people that had already been in the game a long time some of them were new um so it was very welcoming and that was the moment that my life changed because i dove in i obsessed um you know i started becoming obsessed with this thing called massive action where instead of thinking about everything and obsessing about it i'm just going to do it instead of thinking about it um, and that was that was just the pivotal moment right there
0: so what what was the after that you went to that meeting and you said all right i'm doing this i'm all in um you had to get licenses? How, how did that work? No.
1: Um, so you know, obviously what I do is called wholesale real estate, and I do buy real estate. I do fix. I do buy houses and mm-hmm. fix houses and resell them. I have rentals. But five years ago, I didn't have any of that. I had no – there was – how could I? Um, so I got into something called wholesaling real estate, um, which is basically the ability to purchase a house and resell it um, for a profit without ever actually – Forking out the cash. Right. Um, It's a, it's, and and you're going to mostly do it with investment deals. Um, You're not doing it with like, you know, $450,000 turnkey houses right, right. and you can, but
0: it's going to be um, properties that yeah, need work. It's going to be yeah. fixer uppers yeah.
1: usually, or, you know, maybe somebody got a divorce and they, they just don't want to deal with the house or maybe someone's moving out of state for a better job and they got to sell this thing fast and mm-hmm. like, they can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of different situations, but that's what wholesale mostly you're, you're looking for motivated sellers or people that have a reason to sell. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was saying, but that's that's what I learned first because I was like, well, how am I going to get into this whole investing thing? How am I going to buy rentals and right. have this passive income? How am I going to have the cash to buy these houses and do fix and flips and rehabs? And that was the that was the entry strategy. And gotcha. That's that's still my main strategy for the most part. Um, yes, I'm able to. I've got six houses on the market right now. Um, I've got 10 rentals right now. Um, I should have more. Yeah. Um, but I spend a lot of money in marketing. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, that, that also contributes to my, my success as well.
0: Yeah, and I, and I want to get to that here in a minute. Um, but once you've been, you know, into it for a couple of years, you know, let's, let's fast forward to say 2021. Sure. You've gone through COVID. Um, I think at this point you're probably thinking – all right, this is a heck of a story. Number one, yeah. how I got going and how this started. Yeah. I think I've heard you say within a couple of years, you started realizing what could it, you know, where it could get to. And now we're two years, well, actually three years now in 2024. So, what that, that, really, that, um, in those years, the growth year to year. Talk about the grind, man. I mean, from 19 to 20, COVID, and then 21, and where you are now. I mean, that kind of goes off what you said about branding yourself. But talk about that grind year to year to try to improve and get better.
1: Um, it's a it's a constant effort. Um you can always talk about staying staying motivated and that really helps but there's just some days where if i hear grant cardone's voice or somebody i'm just like i can't take any more motivational material and burnt out or whatever so that's where you know the whole discipline thing comes in but the grind was for me man you know, for me, it's a different story. Um, there was, it was and, and anyone in, with, in real estate will tell you it's, it's constant roller coaster, oh, yeah. but getting started, um, what happened was I ended up getting my life, getting, finally getting licensed as a realtor. And that put all eyes on me. Um, so, because what I do as far as wholesaling is looked down upon. And a lot of people in the real estate world, well, not investors, but mostly just like, sales people mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. um, and so I, ha- I got a lot of heat for it um, but so but I was doing really really well I was still doing really well with my license um, but I, at the same time I was I was constantly uh, battling re- people reporting me to the state I was battling um, just constant you know people talking it, it was and really, that's what
0: happens when you're having success
1: right I mean that's... I was making some waves <laughs> yeah. I was starting to spend some money in advertising you know I'd, I think I'd started finally picking up some radio ads I wasn't with you guys yeah, but yep. I was picking up some stuff, and it seemed like the more I was doing, the more I was like, the more flack I was getting. So, I decided in 2021 to drop that license and just go back to just being me, yeah, just dust and ring, dust and buys houses, not associated with the brokerage anymore, not license, not anything. I'm not a realtor, I'm not going to come list your house on the market. Um, th- that whole battle with trying to grow a brand while also battling. People, local people, kind of knocking it, knocking your name at the same time.
0: That was tough It
1: it was tough But it was like Almost one of those things And I say it a lot Just just earmuffs and blinders Because if you pay attention to it It'll suck you in And you will obsess with it And and that's what they want They'll Mm. they'll laugh when They're waiting for you to fail Mm -hmm. Right Um, And so I just finally had to start Ignoring most of it And just go Look I have a goal This is my life This is my legacy I want to build Not theirs This is You know Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do What I know I need to do And it's worked out great for me Um, But it was a struggle man It was not fun I wouldn't want to go through it again, Mm -hmm. um, but it it built me up from like even at 31 when I started from what I I still feel like a kid when I look back at that now, even though I was a 31-year-old man, um, and just in five years, because I'll be 36 in two months, so almost five years, I guess, um, just what I've been through and how my mindset has changed, how I went from this green gullible little... Like almost child, right? To where I am now, and I'm still not anywhere where I need to be or where I want to be. But it's it's been a it's been a good process. So
0: you shifted to Dustin buys houses in 21. So you're, this is the third going. Into I was the originally year.
1: Dustin buys houses. That's how I started, and, you went and by- then I went to a brokerage, and then I had to just be Dustin Ring agent, a okay. realtor. Yeah, and then I, once I dropped that license, I could go back to my original brand. So
0: when you go back to your brand, yeah. um. This this is the moment. I guess you put it. F- Man, to, I to put the, it. For I, put the it I had <laughs> a
1: bunch of money at the time. I won't say a bunch of money, and I'm not bragging. But I'm right. going, I'm you, going. What am I going to you do? You've been this successful. Money? Yeah, yeah. I'm going. I want to double down. Mm. I'm mad. I'm bit. I'm angry because I dropped my license because I, I, you know, I was having fun being an agent, but I was kind of mad because it, it, it was it was a good thing. Yeah you know i took it and i went i'm just going to I'm going to tunnel that and invest it back and invest yeah. yeah so i put it all i bought billboards i bought radio i finally picked you guys mm-hmm. up you cold called me one day yeah, it was did. awesome i yeah. love that yeah. um and that's how i got with you guys and it's been great because i get a ton of leads yeah. um, from the Appreciate station it, man. um but yeah that's what happened 2021 i doubled down and and then my my numbers doubled and then the next year they tripled and then then like this year has been the best year ever. Yeah. Um, so,
0: what is a day to day for you? I know it. I, I, again, I've, I've, I've listened to a few of your interviews with people, and um, man, you, uh, you're either out looking at houses, uh, you're, you know, you're taking calls, text, um, and you make it easy where people can go to your website, text you. And I think the texting part, and I know this is off subject a little bit, no, I think good. that helps you more than anything. Oh, yeah. I'm people sure you get a lot of text. Me.
1: Yeah, here's the thing. It's 2024. Yeah, People aren't like they used to be where everybody <laughs> calls. Yeah. Even me. If, if I don't answer, I'm like, hey, send me a t-. Even yeah. on my voicemail, it says if I don't answer, yeah. send me a text. I'll get back to yeah. you sooner than if you leave me a voicemail. Um, it just gives people... I mean, a lot of people just stay in their house or they're glued to their phone and it's created this insecurity where they're afraid to talk to somebody. And especially with sellers that may be motivated or maybe, you know, like they don't want to talk about this problem. It's much easier to do it through text. Um, because they're almost not having to deal with the the blunt of the emotion, right? Um, and I close deals all the time simply through text. I won't even meet them until closing day. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you're the real person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you could have been scamming me this whole time. This whole time and I would have known. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it gives them an option to where they don't feel like they have to be forced into like, you know, like having to be an extrovert or something. Yeah. like Yeah.
0: So that that day to day. Day to day, probably changes every it's, week. It's,
1: it's weird because you know I always. It's funny. Besides being an actor and all that, yeah. and being a wrestler, my my dream job was to be a police officer okay. because I was just so interested in like the, the actual beat. Like they were doing something different every, every day. day. Yeah, and I and I almost compare it. Not that I'm comparing this job to being a, a law person of the law. Mm-hmm. Like that's a crazy job. All respect to them, but I'm doing something different every day. Mm-hmm. It's almost it's almost hard to have a set schedule. But usually when I wake up, um, I'm gonna go over what I gotta do today. I've either gotta go to some appointments or um, I've gotta send a bunch of. Emails, um, but either way, if I don't have something to do, I'm finding something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, you know, I'm doing a lot of different marketing. Um, I'm sending text blasts, so I'm probably sending about a thousand texts a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm monitoring that, uh, and these texts might go to people in Jackson. They might be go people in in Tipton County. They might go to people in Shelby County, wherever. Um, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna either go look at some houses. Um, I'm also, you know, I've got all the the marketing with you guys on radio, mm-hmm. so I'm taking inbound calls. You know, if someone calls me and says, hey, I got a, a property at this address and I want this much for it, and I'm, I'm going, hey, this is a deal, I'll drop everything I'm doing and, go do it. and yeah. drive immediately <laughs> there and do it. So each day is different. Yeah. Um, trying to make, so 2024 is one of those years where I'm really trying to upgrade myself um, and, and become just like, I don't know, just a better person. But with that comes discipline. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to stay in the gym a lot more. I, you know, thirty-five, starting to feel it. Yeah. So I really need to get <laughs> the wrestling
0: starting to kick in. Yeah. All the, bad the and wrestling. all the crappy
1: eating and just you know the stress too because yeah. I stay stressed out. Yeah. So I, you know, um, really want to improve my life in twenty twenty four. I mean, even I even bought an ice bath. So we're gonna see how that goes.
0: Yeah. What's the um, What's the best part of the job for you?
1: i um, helping people. Um, helping people, because most people that come to me need the help. They, have, they don't really know where else to go. Um, helping people as far as in the real estate side, but also helping people in the education side. Um, I get Now that I'm finally getting some good momentum on my social media, which is one, another goal of mine, mm-hmm. um, I have a lot of other people that reach out with questions, and that's one of my favorite things to do now is just to interact with these people, help them. And when they tell me thank you, man like, this means that, a that, lot that's, that's all i need yeah you know yeah you could pay me too that'd be even better but <laughs> yeah. the thank you is what i'm looking for yeah. so it's
0: the personal touch you have too, I think, is really cool. You you handwrite letters.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we just started that. So I've I've been sending letters where they're like they'll come from a company and look handwritten. Yeah, but we legit handwrote these because we're trying to change the style up. You know, there's too many companies out there doing the same thing. You want to be noticed. So, yeah. yeah, and so if someone opens a letter and sees chicken scratch from me, that my crappy <laughs> handwriting, they're going to know it's not from just like some company. Yeah, this guy actually took the time out to write a handwritten right. letter. So. Right.
0: Well, what, what advice, um, before we jump into a couple other things here, what advice do you have for, for other realtors, maybe other people trying to get into what you do?
1: Um, when you're, so here's my advice. Um, I would say when have set your expectations um, because a lot of people will get into real estate immediately and they see all these other people having success. And some people do have, I wouldn't say instant success, but some people do become successful pretty quickly uh, and people see that. And so that is a draw, come in um and work hard that's how you're going to work up to your that's how your expectations are going to be met because if you come in and you think that people are just going to say oh you're a realtor now you're an agent or this or that i'm going to because they're your friend or their family or anything it's competent it's so competitive so i would say if you're going to come into this game set your expectations um Uh, Work hard every day be consistent um, because you you can outwork everyone if you want it Um, But also direct a seller marketing Um, if you're not somehow Building your brand, touching people, telling them what you do, and and being noticed—it's going to be really slow and really rough, and that's where a lot of people quit mm-hmm. because there's five hundred other agents out there right. to choose from. Why would they choose you? Mm-hmm. Now, if you send them a piece of mail, or if you take your time out to call them, whatever it is, serve people, have a mind of service. Also, you be a professional. You're an agent mm-hmm. you're trying to make money too. Um, and it'll come um,
0: what was that switch for you on the on the marketing side because I don't think there's anybody in your field that pushes it as much as you do you're on billboards radio TV everywhere you're you're in front of people constantly and that's obviously been very a, a great thing for you it's been successful for you what what? was that switch what made you go man i'm doing this i'm throwing it in everybody's face uh
1: when <laughs> so there was a time in 2021 where i had basically i was still a realtor i was an agent and i got basically brought into the, the board which is all these brokers um people that have been in an agent for a long time, long time and yeah. they've been voted into this board and basically you know i'm 32 33 at the time and um I was in trouble for something that I should have never been in trouble for, but it was an excuse to finally go, ah, we got him. And they brought me in there, and most of them are mm, my age or 10 years older. Some of them are really old. And, the you know, they talked to me – the way they talked to me, and it was almost like a – Ah, we finally got them. We got a reason to have them here. Let's get them in trouble. Something like that. I felt so um, excluded, and I felt so targeted. And I felt like, th- like I was a little kid that they were scolding. Yeah. I'm going, I'm, I'm a grown man. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll This is my <laughs> This is my business. I have a son, and I'm trying to build a legacy. And you guys are trying to stop me from doing that because – you're jealous, you don't understand, yeah. you don't know me, you don't like me, whatever the reason is. But that was the moment I went, it, it took me two days to mow it over. So I was like, they wanted me to pay all these fines for nothing. Um, it take all these courses. And I finally just I just, it took about two days to mow it over and went, Man, you know, screw this. Yeah. It's time. Let's do it. I I know I can. I'm taking over the market. Yeah. And that's what I did. I called every billboard company, I called all the radio stations, and I said, I'm double, tripling down on my marketing and I'll prove it. Yeah. And that was 2021. So we're almost three years later. And I think they got the picture now because I no longer get reports. No, I don't really ever have anyone slandering me. But there are still people that do it, but I I don't hear about it. It, It's very calm now. They've left me alone. And you're not just
0: Jackson. I've seen you close deals at Union City. Oh uh, yeah, anywhere Crockett with County, yeah, everywhere.
1: Yeah, and I even close deals virtually. I mean, we closed a deal in North Carolina, um, wow, for six acres. And so there's, I can close deals in other markets too. But um,
0: well, along with building the brand and being out in front of everybody um, and people really knowing you. Some opportunities came, I assume. Uh, I noticed that you're the TV host on the American Dream Network, and then of course you started a local uh, realtor meetup here in Jackson. Tell me about those two projects.
1: Yeah, the the American Dream was cool. Um, I probably should have put a little bit more umph behind it. Um, (laughs) I could. They want me to come back, and I could come back, um, but I only did one episode. Um, It was just. It was more because it's it's not a paying gig. It was just for exposure, which is fine. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not freaking Brad Pitt or something I'm <laughs> dustin <laughs> ring and jackson just yeah. trying to make a name for myself exactly yeah. um but it just it with the way the episodes were and with what i do it just didn't mold with what i who i am and what i what, what i thought it was going to be um so i just kind of decided to take another direction on that um but, um, what was the other question? So there was, oh, the, the real estate meeting yeah. though, that is something I'm super pumped about and I, I really want to grow. Yeah. Um, the, it's just a meeting in, that I do in Jackson. Um, I have had like, so this month in January, and this will probably air months later, but, um, January, uh. We got a guy coming from Memphis that's done like over 800 rehabs, fix and flips. That means he's bought over 800 houses, fixed them up, and resold them for a profit. Like that's huge. Mm -hmm. And so, and we do this meeting completely free. So basically, it's just a meeting for real estate people. And it's very similar to the meeting that I showed up Mm -hmm. to five years ago. It's a way of you giving started.
0: back to... The, yeah. yeah.
1: And, man, I need yeah. it, too. Like, yeah. it fires me up. You go to one of those meetings, you get surrounded by a bunch of like-minded people, y- you leave fired up, mm-hmm. you leave ready to go do something, at least for me. And it keeps me motivated because in 2020 during the pandemic, that old meeting shut down. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they just never started doing it again and I, I, there was nothing else to go to and I was like we need something mm. like that in Jackson but not only is it just for motivation it's a networking meeting um, I got a guy that came there last time um, that sold two of his mobile home parks to a guy that he met randomly that just came to the meeting so <laughs> it's about people getting together seeing how they can help each other and seeing how they can all you know yeah
0: everybody wants to be successful yeah, yeah.
1: And, and, and it's all like minded people there too so you're not going to go there and people aren't going to look at you and go who is this yeah. person Yeah, it's all people with smiles, it's all people ready to shake your hand, not in a cheesy way, in a genuine way. Like, hey, what do you do? I'll yeah. tell you what I do. How can we help each other?
0: Yeah, I think that's the cool part is you know, you're very successful in what you do, but you're still starting this for your field to get kind of give back and get other people started. You're not being selfish yeah. about it. I mean, you're willing to give back and definitely. Well, help
1: giving out. back gives back to me.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: that might sound selfish, but I know every time it's no, true. every yeah. time I do or give, it comes back yeah. and it's proven itself. A million times yeah um so i am not ever like i'm always ready to like do something like that whether yeah. it's help somebody close a deal or it's you know start a meeting because it helps me it helps me build my network it helps elevate yeah. my status while helping others at the same time and uh you know
0: and outside of just helping in your field you also give back i've seen you give to uh, arlington elementary You've yeah given to schools and i, I do like that.
1: Um, yeah i gave them a, a you know a money once and then i just because what's funny is because I used to work for the school system and I used to always right, you go to, that to school. Yeah, that was one of my main schools. I would always go in and see the students and the teachers, and I just loved the staff. And I was at a point where I was like, you know what, this school, this is one school where it has a great principal, it has great teachers, mm-hmm. probably not the best support from <laughs> the higher <laughs> exactly. ups, exactly. Um, so this, these people need some help, and I, I felt to help them. And then I'm also an animal lover, so I, I give to um, yeah,
0: I've seen that yeah,
1: the Jackson Animal Care Center yeah. Um, every year as well
0: well cool man well, yeah. cool. well let's uh let's turn the job switch off for a second let's go you talked about Dalton I think one thing that's cool you show you show him in some of your videos uh like I think Christmas or New Year's maybe Happy New Year me and Dalton you're in the truck mm-hmm. um, you take him out on some calls when you have yeah. him um, he's on
1: one of the TV commercials
0: yeah that's awesome so um <laughs> tell me about turning the da- or turning dust dustin buys houses switch off and turning the dad switch on and that relationship you have with him.
1: Yeah. The Dustin buys houses thing is definitely a switch because I'm a total <laughs> introvert. If I can <laughs> yeah. be in my house, I'm going to be in my house. So it's, it's definitely like yeah. got to turn yeah. it on Yeah, uh, and I'm exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah. But, um, when it comes to Dalton, man, jeez, oh, and you have a child. Oh yeah. Now, so, oh, yeah. And especially when he starts getting, uh, she starts getting older, yeah. Right. And, and that love, because boys are mama's uh, uh, mama's boys and girls are daddy's (laughs) girls so she's going to have that connection with you I got on paint today so So she's going to have that connection with you and you'll understand that that it'll freaking you'll be obsessed (laughs) with that person I'm obsessed with Dalton if I could have him every second of every day I would Um, he just makes me but he also (laughs) motivates me going back to the business part because if I didn't have him I'd have no reason to do what I'm doing honestly like he, he, he gives me a reason to stay fired up and motivated and try to continue to do what i'm doing yeah um but yeah he's a great kid i i love being his dad um I just love being his dad. He makes it easy, just because he's so well mannered.
0: Do, do you ever look at him and go think about the timeline of what you were doing when he was like three
1: versus yeah. what he's doing now? And I think of what <laughs> what what I've been through because he he was in that apartment a lot that I lived yeah. in, and now I've got a nice house. And yeah, it's nothing fancy or anything, but it's a house. And yeah. like I never imagined that I'd ever have a house. Mm-hmm. I remember sitting in that apartment and him being like four years old, and I'm going, I'm never going to move out of this apartment. Yeah, he's gonna. This is gonna. This, this is, is gonna where be... Daddy's gonna live for the rest of his life. Yeah. as long as bill lets me stay here and i was just like that upset me so yeah. much but um you know he didn't care yeah you know he, he didn't see it as um daddy lives in. A and apartment. he's how old he's
0: nine now he's nine so does he really grasp what you do does he talk uh, about it he, with you? I know he goes on some calls. He goes on some calls. Yeah. That was
1: last time, poor buddy, we went on a call and we got fleas all over us. Like we were literally covered in head to toe. Had to go home, strip our clothes off. It was all they were all over Ellie. I had to get my truck uh, sprayed because they were oh all gosh. in my truck. It was awful. But um, he like he, he doesn't. You know he knows um, that I do well, and he loves that. And yeah. he loves that he is that I'm. I've built a brand. Mm. Um, We've been out before, and people go, oh, I know you, and you'll see his face just light he up because they'll, yeah. they'll recognize him Off from the TV. commercial yeah. or something, or they may recognize me, and yeah. he loves that part of it. Um, he's just kind of a Fortnite kid, though. He really, <laughs> he really doesn't care, yeah. you know. If we're going on a call or to a house, I can tell him how much money I'm going to make, and he'll be like, Cool, yeah
0: whatever yeah where's my can, can i go, go play my can game Can we go back home now <laughs> yeah, yeah. stop
1: by chick-fil-a on the yeah, way yeah yeah that's that's good <laughs> but he's just he's 100 kid that's so. good
0: well i, I want to end every episode the same way i did this uh, with my first guest and obviously with you and, and moving forward um any other career i mean you've kind of hit on it probably maybe you're thinking of something different um if you didn't do what you did say that they said hey you can't do this which people tried to tell you that yeah <laughs> but say that you can't you can't do it what is, the, what is another career that you absolutely would take today and do it for 20, 30 years? Something you can see yourself doing.
1: Um, is it wrestling? I mean, I'm 35, going on 36 now, so my body's not where it is. So I can't do that for 20 or 30 <laughs> yeah, years. True, yeah, um, I, would, I would try to say – oh man that's a hard one because yeah. if if it's not real estate i don't know what i would do yeah. um i would try to stay relevant uh, through social media i would try to do something in some type of entertainment you know yeah. maybe acting it, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe i try to go do some acting gigs maybe i go back to wrestling and try to use that as a platform to find something else it's not something I ever thought about, though. Yeah. Um, you know, I have thought hey. about it. Yeah. I have nightmares where I have to go back to Conica Minolta to work. So. Yeah,
0: you're like, uh, yeah, this, this, this won't be happening. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stick with what, what I'm sure. doing now. Well, Dustin, I appreciate you joining me today, thank man. You, man. Appreciate it so much. Thank this you. is uh, the Seven Through One Today podcast again. Today's guest, Dustin Ring, Dustin buys houses. Hey, get in the car, drive around Jackson, West Tennessee. You're gonna see Dustin. Uh, he does a great job, and we appreciate him coming on the show. That's all for today. We'll see you next time on the Seven Through One Today podcast.